Hey, True Life family, this is Aaron. Just doing a little update for you guys on this Monday. I think it's March 2nd. The sun is shining bright in the Twin Cities, and this and spring is on its way. But, you know, I just want to encourage you guys this week. You know, yesterday in church we talked about um, just really acknowledging that Christ does live within you. That, you know, um, he's the one that dwells in you. And as you begin to acknowledge that by faith, what begins to happen is that he begins to transform how you see not only yourself, but also how you see others. And that's one of the biggest things that I want to encourage you today is, you know, look unto Jesus. Realize that he's in you. Spend time talking to him. You know, I was reading about Mary and Martha. Again, I wrote something about that on Facebook. And just mentioned to you guys how Martha was busy about doing things for Jesus, which is great. But Mary was the one that sat at Jesus' feet. And it says in, in the um, easy-to-read version that she sat at his feet and she absorbed all of his revelation. So when you start looking at the two camps, Martha and Mary, first of all, Mary's doing all the good things. And these good things that we do, they're not bad, but they make us feel intellectually like I'm working for the Lord. I'm doing something that's important. I'm serving the Lord. And it's great to serve the Lord, and it's good to be a servant and serve like whatever you do at church. I mean, some people serve in different ways in the community. That is wonderful. But you can see the important part to Jesus was what Mary did. Mary sat at his feet, and she absorbed his revelation. See, she had a relationship with Jesus, where Martha was basically doing all these good things to try to serve the Lord, but she really didn't have a strong relationship with him. And even when she complained, see, when you don't have a strong relationship with the Lord, you begin to complain about other people. You begin to see their faults. You begin to see, you know, you begin to see what you think is wrong with them. And then you begin to project that onto them. You begin to talk about them. You begin to gossip. Here Martha's talking about her own sister saying, yeah, she's lazy. She's a bum. She should be helping me cook dinner instead of sitting there lazily listening to you tell your stories. <laughs> That's basically what she was saying. And a lot of times it happens with people when they just, they put too much time in. I mean, they think that serving is the answer. And a lot of times in church world, we, we do our people a disservice. We tell them, yeah, service is the answer. You got to serve, serve, serve. We got all these volunteers. Well, it's wonderful to have these volunteers. But the most important thing about the volunteers are people who serve. Do they have a, a very active relationship with Jesus Christ? And I mean, not just not doing their devotions and things like that. I mean about, do are they having a conversation with them every day? Are they absorbing Jesus's revelation that he freely wants to give to you to help you because once you receive his revelation life even though life can be hard it becomes easier because like he said my yoke is easy and my burden is light so it's important that people who are serving learn that number one is to have a, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ then secondly then comes the serving and so in the story of Mary and Martha Martha was busy about doing all the right things, all the things that look good. But Mary was the one that took advantage of the most important part that transformed her. And that was sitting at Jesus' feet and receiving 
his revelation. So today my question is this to you. Have you sat at Jesus' feet today? Have you just said, Lord, I'm here to absorb your revelation? Now, you can do that like in your devotion. You can do that maybe driving in traffic. You know, you're driving in traffic. It's slow down. you got a stoplight. And you can just, you know, you don't have to close your eyes. Be weird or anything. You can just say, acknowledge Jesus and go, Jesus, I acknowledge you today. I call upon your name for wisdom, for strength. Lord, I come to absorb your revelation that you want me to have today. And as you begin to do that and you begin to absorb that and you begin to have this relationship with Jesus, he will begin to change not only how you see yourself, but how you see others. You'll be changed in such a way that you'll be able to pray for your enemies. You'll be able to bless those that curse you. You'll be able to see the good in all people, even when they're not exercising that good. You'll begin to see them the way God sees them. And that's a wonderful thing because, you know, I'm sitting at Caribou right now um, and having you know, drink some coffee and I'm reading. And I thought I'd do a little cat podcast right now. But there's a, on their, you know, on their little chalkboard, they have like a question they present to everybody. And then people write their thoughts on there. And it's interesting. I'm looking at it and it says, what makes you laugh? And so far, there's only two people that wrote. And it was all about the two people that had written down what makes them laugh. One says people falling. And then one wrote a person's name. And, you know, you could laugh at that and go, ha ha, yeah, that's kind of funny. But just think about that. What makes people laugh? What makes you laugh is people falling. So somebody getting hurt and somebody and then laughing at somebody else. And it's kind of sad because, see, when those two people who wrote that don't know, don't see people, don't see themselves the way God sees them. God sees them awesome. He sees them loving. He sees them perfect. But because they don't see themselves that way, they find laughter in other people's mistakes. And so if you're always pointing out someone else's mistakes, if you're always saying what's wrong with the country or what's wrong with the government or what's wrong with my spouse or what's wrong with my church, what's wrong with my pastor, what's wrong with this, basically you don't have an intimate relationship with Jesus. Because if you do, if you have that relationship with him, you see, you see people and you react to people like... Jesus said to in Matthew 5, 44 and 45. And it's a great chapter. I mean, a great two verses. And it basically says, bless those that curse you. Do good to those who use you. And it says, why? Because then it says, then you'll be like your father, which is in heaven. You'll be perfect like him or mature like him. Who reigns on the just and the unjust. So it says one thing about God. He loves the just and the unjust. Because he sees the potential in both and so when you begin to have an intimate relationship with the lord when you begin to absorb his characteristics his wisdom his knowledge it begins to help you see people the way he sees them worthy and 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 that worthiness starts with you a lot of times people they see what's wrong in others because they're just reflecting what's wrong with them so i just want to encourage you guys today let Jesus transform you. And he starts by you just focusing on him, you looking to him.
you is going, Jesus, I'm looking to you. Thank you for your direction. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for setting me straight. And as you say those things and you do those things and you acknowledge him in all your ways, he directs your paths and he causes you to begin to see people the way he sees them. First yourself, how he sees you, worthwhile, loved, appreciated, forgiven, cleansed. And then when you start seeing that and you start believing about yourself, then you can start believing it for other people. Even if their behavior doesn't deserve it, you still see them like he does. He reigns on the just and the unjust because he is just good and he is just love. So I just want to encourage you guys with that today. Have a blessed day. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you soon.